0: What famous inventor was hit with more than 600 lawsuits from persons claiming he stole the idea for his invention from them?
1: And how many kinds of spam are there? And (laughs) what does the word spam stand for?
0: Okay, answers (laughs) to those and other spicy questions coming up in this episode of The Off-Ramp with Bob
1: and Marsha Smith.
0: Welcome to The Off-Ramp, a chance to slow down, steer clear of crazy, take a side road to sanity, and get some perspective on life. Well, Marsha, I've got some things to give us some perspective coming up. New words that the Merriam-Webster Dictionary is adding to the dictionary. But I also have this question. What famous inventor was hit with more than 600 lawsuits from people claiming he stole the idea for his invention from them? I never think of this guy as being... You know, consumed by lawsuits.
1: I think of Edison.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, he probably had a lot of people suing him, and he it's was suing him, a lot though. of other people uh, too. Was he? Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. he was very litigious.
1: I take it it wasn't him. No. Then I don't know.
0: But it was from that era, from the 19th century, late 19th century. Late 19th think century.
1: Think of the big inventions. Yeah, uh, Graham Bell.
0: Yes, Alexander Graham Bell, who's credited with the invention of the telephone. The Bell Company successfully resisted 600 lawsuits.
1: Wow, everybody's going for that telephone at the same time.
0: The sheer number of lawsuits was testimony to the fact, you're right, that hundreds of people were working on the idea of a telephone. Now, I found in reading recently about uh, Morse. Code. The man who invented Morse code and also... Perfected the telegraph. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of lawsuits. He had to fight through over the years too. Yeah. And and we think of that only being a modern problem, but yeah. it's not. It's it's been a problem in America from the beginning. If no you're an inventor,
1: what about other countries? I
0: assume they have the same thing we there. We probably
1: have more lawyers than any country in the world. yeah, yeah I but, would guess. But this
0: is true. This is basically true from the 1860s, 1870s on.
1: Okay. Let's move on to Spam, shall we? Spam. Spam. What does the word Spam stand for? Spiced ham. No. Oh, what does it stand for then? Special Processed American Meat.
0: Oh, no kidding. Yeah.
1: Okay. And how many kinds, Bob, of Spam are there today?
0: So they basically extended the brand. They have different that versions is correct. of the brand.
1: That is correct.
0: So they have probably have cranberry spiced ham and other things like that?
1: Uh, I don't know about cranberry.
0: Okay, tell me. Well, how well, many?
1: Just take a guess. Okay, I'll say 10. 10 is good. It's 13.
0: 13 different versions of Spam. Yeah, who
1: knew that? Yeah, uh, well, okay. not me. I don't go looking for this. <laughs> well, you stuff. know, there are various kinds lots of salt, no salt, blah. But it includes hot and spicy Spam, black pepper, jalapeno Spam, hickory, bacon and cheese, roasted turkey. These are all types of. Why would you get roasted turkey canned ham? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Think well, about why would you do canned ham anyway? I mean.
1: I don't know. Well, it's I could very see popular. Taking it,
0: I could see taking it on trips and yeah, stuff, you know, and opening it up. Very but.
1: popular in different parts of the world. Not in our kitchen. Have you ever eaten it? I never oh, have. Oh,
0: yeah. We ate it when I was a kid. You did? Yeah.
1: At the kitchen table? Yeah. What did mom just throw the... Uh, no,
0: you can actually make a nice... Plop that little You can jelly make thing. a real tasty meal with Spam, I can tell you. What,
1: do you heat it up?
0: Yeah, you heat it up. You heat it up like you heat up any meat. You don't eat it cold.
1: Okay. But I can't, ham in a can Just Well,
0: I know it sounds strange, and of course it got very big during World War II It was well, put into rations. That's
1: exactly right That's what. it became. remember our friend
0: Mary Bestwick my cousin, we, yeah. we met in yeah. England and we went and visited her. Her husband when I first met them, uh-huh. he, he he is was a World War II vet, obviously a British soldier. He told me that was the thing he found most fascinating about Americans, that they had this thing called spam, and uh-huh. it, was, it was a big hit in Great Britain.
1: Well, it was introduced by Hormel in 1937. Okay. And it gained popularity worldwide after its use during World War II. So that that goes in with your cousin's story. That's correct.
0: I've got three different positive animal stories from National Geographic. Did you know animals now have their own COVID-19 vaccine? <laughs> Yeah, lions, tigers, hyenas, gorillas, and other animals at zoos across the United States have been infected, but thanks to a vaccine from a veterinary pharmaceutical company called Zoetis, and I used to do actually voiceovers for them. It used to be uh, Pfizer's, Z-O-E-T-I-S. Huh. They initially tested its vaccine in cats and dogs. Well, zoos have had some 10,000 doses to vaccinate more than 100 species, so they do need to be vaccinated
1: huh? I didn't, from COVID. Th- I didn't think about that.
0: Speaking of COVID, here's a question for you. What did they just discover about bees relating to pandemics?
1: Well, golly, I don't know. Do they spread it? No. Good.
0: How do they behave when they know there's a pandemic?
1: They know there's a pandemic? They
0: bees know when there's a pandemic among their hives. What do they do? Inside
1: their hives? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they go to another hive.
0: No, they socially distance.
1: No. Yes,
0: (laughs) just like humans. Yeah, this is a new study. Comes out of Italy. Honeybees avoid each other during plagues. A recent study out of the (laughs) University of Sassari in Italy found that the insects in hives infected by parasites set up their own form of little lockdowns, and they'll... They'll segregate themselves in different parts of the hive to prevent parasites from spreading. They actually compared yeah. hives that didn't have this and hives that did, and they noticed, oh, they're gathered over here, and there's some gathered over here, and you know, there are different types of well, worker bees well, and this see, kind of thing. Well,
1: see, Fauci isn't alone with his social distancing. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not just a human thing. <laughs>
1: He's got the honeybees with him. Animals okay. do it too. Okay, Bob, uh, it's uh, holidays and board games are coming out. Yay! Uh, with, uh, Reader's Digest has a whole article about board games this month.
0: Did you say board games or board games? Board games. Okay, need the okay. D on there to they make act- it. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Interesting. They actually <laughs> go back, Bob, to the time of King Tut board Yes, games. I yes. know they
0: found them in, yeah, the, uh, fa- in Egyptian Yeah,
1: he played tombs. all sorts of games. Of course, he was just a child, but anyway.
0: Did they have brand names like Parcheesi on them or not? Yes. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, it wasn't until the 19th century, however, that board games began to be sold commercially. I didn't think it would take that long. It started in England. The first one was called Mansion of Happiness Hmm. in 1800. And the mansion was heaven and players raced to get there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get to heaven.
1: So here's the question. What is the most sold board game? Of
0: all time. The most sold board game of all time. Worldwide. Not S-O-U-L-E-D. Like, it's the most soulful board game. Oh, good game. Okay. Oh, you are so profound. I'd say it's Monopoly.
1: You know, I would have gone there, but I am surprised.
0: Is it checkers?
1: No. What is it? Chess. Really? Yeah. And that's one of the oldest games, too? Yes. Three million copies currently are sold every year just in the U.S. Wow. And it dates back to 1200 A.D., and it's all about trying to capture what your opponent's king. That's why it goes way back, yeah. right? They got the king and the queen and the and the minions. It's uh, fun to know that it goes back that far in time. And it was the all-time popular board game.
0: We had that one question. What was chess for ladies? That was checkers. Yeah. Remember that?
1: Oh, that is bizarre.
0: Well, Marcia, every year about this time, the lexicographers, lexicographers, <coughs> that's actually the term, working for Merriam-Webster, they uh, they decide that they're going to add new words that have come into use. Sometimes they're old words, but they add them back into the dictionary. Digital nomad is one. Have you ever heard of that? No. That's someone who performs their occupation entirely over the Internet while traveling. So that's a new term they've added. And, of course, that makes sense with the pandemic and so forth. Here's dad bod. You've heard of that? <laughs> that the physique regarded as typical of the average father—that's yeah. a piece of slang. It goes back to about two thousand three. Yeah, that's fun. Copy pasta.
1: Wait, hold on. Let me just think. That's a word that they put in the dictionary.
0: Yeah, copy pasta or pasta—it's a noun.
1: It, I don't know. Tell it's me.
0: just exactly what you think it might be. Data such as a block of text that's been copied and spread widely online. So this oh, is just a little bit of copy that's, pasta.
1: That's funny. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of good. It.
0: And then uh, faux hawk, F-A-U-X-H-A-W-K. You know what that is?
1: Hold on. Let me think. Uh, faux hawk. Pretend bird?
0: Pretend mohawk haircut.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: slicking your hair upwards to resemble a mohawk. That's, and that's funny. That's a new word that's been added in 2021 to the dictionary. It's that
1: common that they actually put it in, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. There's, uh, there's some more we'll go through later.
1: All right. Well, Back to board games bob oh more board games questions good <laughs> if you live in chile and play popular board games who is chef lettuce
0: chef lettuce <laughs> is this like chef boyardee only it's chef lettuce <laughs> this
1: is in a board game popular board game at which you know and this character
0: i do- know this board game
1: yes and- chef lettuce yeah whom do they call chef lettuce I have no idea. (laughs) Who who would that be? This amused me. It's Mr. Green in The Game of Clue. Oh,
0: (laughs) Chef Lettuce. That's the name (laughs) they call him? Yeah. That's hilarious. They gave
1: all their characters, you know, different names, but that was my favorite, so.
0: Oh, my goodness. I love that. That's good.
1: (laughs) I'll take Chef Lettuce.
0: (laughs) Chef Lettuce for, okay, good. All right. We got winter weather coming in, right? All across North America, it's happening. It appears so I've that got one. a list of the 10 snowiest states, and I wonder how many of those you can get. The 10 snowiest okay. states, and what are they? Okay, I'll there? just
1: name uh, as many as I can think of okay. that I think are the snowiest. Alaska.
0: Alaska is one of the 10. Let me tell you what that's about 64 inches average, although some parts of it can uh, get uh, a lot more than that. But.
1: 64 inches average, what, a month? A year.
0: A year, sixty-four inches of snow a year. Oh,
1: they had more than that when I lived in Marquette,
0: Michigan. Well, that's an average now. Yeah, there's certain parts of the state have more than others. This, I, I'm going to give you average numbers here.
1: Okay, Michigan.
0: Michigan. What about Michigan?
1: I think that's one of the top snowy ones. states. Yeah.
0: Yes, it is, and their average is sixty point six six inches. But up as there. you said, as you said, parts of the UP receive over hundred eighty inches of snow annually. The Upper Peninsula, Minnesota. Michigan is number six, by the way. I forgot okay. to tell you that. Alaska was number five. Number six was Michigan, okay. and then you said Minnesota. Uh huh. Believe it or not, Minnesota is not one of the top ten.
1: Really? No. They no. A lot. Okay, then let me say. Okay, uh, Buffalo. Where is that? New York.
0: New York is number seven. They have fifty-five point three two inches. Same things. They can have lake effect snow. They yeah. can drop a lot of stuff. Washington State. Washington State. No, they're not one of the top 10. Let me tell you about Wisconsin, because that's your home state. Yes. It's number 10.
1: Oh, it is up yeah, there. Yeah, it's in I the top 10. An, well, of course, you know what uh, up north had today? Five feet today. Wow. Yeah.
0: Today in one yeah. day. Yeah. Well, 45.79 inches, but again, the state's northern region has uh, be up to 100 inches a year in Wisconsin. Uh, Wyoming is number nine with 51 inches. Oh,
1: now, see, I wouldn't have thought of that.
0: Yeah, and and also, they have the same thing. One ranger station in Yellowstone sees an average snowfall of 262 inches of snow. But parts of the state record as little as 15 to 20 inches of snow. Who's number one? Who is number one? Let's go backwards. The top four are Colorado... Sixty-seven oh, inches. I
1: should have thought. I New
0: Hampshire, seventy-one inches. Maine, seventy-seven inches. And the state with the most snow is Vermont. Oh, it is. They have an average of eighty-nine point two five inches. Now they're home to the, they're home to the Green Mountains, and the average snowfall registers eighty to one hundred inches in the winter months there. So they've got the heaviest average, eighty-nine point two five inches. Vermont, the state with the most snow.
1: Wouldn't you think Alaska over Vermont?
0: Yeah, you'd think so. It's got the most range of territory, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles, whereas Vermont's a tiny little yeah, state. Yeah,
1: I know that befuddles me. And when I moved up to Marquette, Michigan, for a few years for a newspaper job, I remember I went in May and I saw snow under a tree, and I went, "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> well, we've we've seen that in Wyoming. We saw Oh that. when
1: we went to Yellowstone.
0: Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons, they had tons of snow in On the, May. It was yeah. middle May. Yeah. Interesting. Though I just thought that's kind of nice to, to review which where is the most snow gonna fall as the changes of the season occur? <laughs> as you know I okay. love the changes of the season. Oh, you sure do. No, I don't.
1: I do. Okay. The inventors of Trivial Pursuit Bob, Chris Haney and Scott Abbott. Could have been you, but no. Came up <laughs> came up for the idea of that game during the playing of what game?
0: They were playing a game when they thought of that yeah. game. Was it a game with information?
1: No, it's something we play in various forms.
0: But it's not an information-oriented game. No. Hmm. What was it?
1: It was Scrabble. Oh. And the success of Trivial Pursuit brought a years-long battle between those guys. And you'll love this. And the encyclopedist who claimed that Hanny, one of those guys, took trivia from his books. He wrote encyclopedias. <laughs> and, the, and in the end, the federal court, this is important because this is our show, right? Is okay. all about trivia. In the end, a federal court decided you can't steal trivia and dismiss the suit. In the 1980s, Trivial Pursuit outsold Monopoly Remember, we were playing it back oh, yeah, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, And racked up $800 million in sales in 1984 alone. Jeez. That's the year we bought the game. I remember I we played is. with company would come over and we'd play that. That's
0: right. That's exactly right.
1: Weren't you offered money for your trivia? My trivia yeah. archives. Yes, and I was. And we never knew how much that would have been.
0: Well, I didn't want to sell it. Because I, I knew we'd be doing the show in 30 years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know how much. But Actually, no.
0: Marcia kept saying, why don't we sell it? Why don't no, we sell oh, no, it? No, I
1: said, how much? Uh, and that would have determined my let's sell it. Thing.
0: Let's take a break now <laughs> from all of this. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Off-Ramp with Bob. And Marsha. Smith.
1: <laughs> Notice I had a pause there. It's like I forgot for a nanosecond. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Marcia. Marsha. Hello.
0: We're back with The Off-Ramp with Bob and Marsha Smith and trivia. Marsha, I have an interesting question about geography, but... You know, you ever thought about that? If I drilled through the Earth, what's the what's going to be on the other side of the Earth from well, our country? You, you know? can't
1: get past the middle. No,
0: but this is this is theoretical, Marsha.
1: Oh yeah, Everyone's... don't let
0: don't let science getting the way okay. of having fun. All right, okay, it's, okay. It's... So this is this is a question about Hawaii. We know Hawaii is out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Correct. But if you took Hawaii, what is the country that's on the exact opposite side of the world from Honolulu, Hawaii?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm trying to see a globe in my head. You fold it over. Tell me.
0: Well, if you were on a beach somewhere in Honolulu and you started digging in the sand all the way through the center of the earth to the other side, you'd end up in Botswana. Africa? South African country is Hawaii's antipode. You know what an antipode is? No idea. That means it's found on the exact opposite side of the globe.
1: I'll be damned. And
0: most of the rest of the United States is antipodal to the Indian Ocean. So a hole straight through the earth from the U.S. would just get you wet. (laughs) <laughs> and directly opposite from Honolulu is a small village of Dakar, which is Botswana's Ghanzi's district in the middle of the Kalahari Desert. So you'd be in a desert if you got from Hawaii through. I don't know, just kind of interesting. Yadda yadda. That's from travel trivia. I want to make sure they get credit, <laughs> so they don't sue us for stealing you, their trivia. You do
1: love trivia from travel. Traveltrivia.com. Trivia. Okay, Bob. This is good. Stress isn't good, Bob. No, it's pe- not for people or animals. No,
0: no, no, it isn't.
1: For instance, why is a hungry, really stressed octopus? What is he prone to do? Uh,
0: <laughs> what is a hungry and stressed octopus prone to do? Correct. Well, probably attacking anything it can to eat. I don't know, but it's going to wrap eight arms around something. Well,
1: it has a way of dealing with the problem. It eats its own arms. What?
0: <laughs> no, kidding. A stressed octopus actually eats itself?
1: Yes. yes. And the malady of eating yourself,
0: Jeez.
1: <laughs> uh, it eats its own arms, and this malady of eating yourself to death is called autophagy, <laughs> p- auto-p-h-a-g-y, and it means self-cannibalism. Hmm. And it is not considered healthy.
0: Oh uh, no, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> for reasons
1: of infection. Well, so. for a
0: lot of reasons. Yeah. What? So if you eat yourself, you can infect yourself. Yes. Yeah, so
1: keep that in mind. Wow, well, strange! Next do you, time you where do don't you get this stuff. Next time nobody you
0: would want to steal that trivia. <laughs> okay, Marcia, let's talk about state capitals. All right, there's a lot of state capitals, 50 states in the United States. What is the most populous state capital? Oh, that's good. Basically, Uh, the biggest city that happens to be a state capital. Okay, hold on. I'll give you names. Oh,
1: I had a choice? I
0: give you choices. Thank you. Raleigh, North Carolina. No. Phoenix, Arizona. No. Providence, Rhode Island. Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Atlanta. That makes sense. It's the largest city in the southeast United States, I believe. But no, it's Phoenix. Phoenix Uh is the only state capital with more than a million citizens. In fact, it's grown so much in the past 20 years, it has 1.7 million people who call it home. So Phoenix is the fifth most populous city nationwide, but the most populous state capital. Phoenix is also the fastest growing city in the nation, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Between 2017 and 2018 alone, it went up 25,000 people. So, huh.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Phoenix, that's the most populous state capital. couple of quick ones. Okay.
1: What do the words race car and kayak have in common?
0: Race car and kayak? Think about it. Race car, kayak. Hmm. That Well, they uh, kayak. No, I don't know. What do they have in common? Picture, picture the words. Yeah, I see race, car, Uh kayak, the same number of letters? I don't know. No,
1: they both are palindromes, meaning they are spelled the same way, left to right or right to left. Backwards, they're the same.
0: Oh, no kidding. I love
1: palindromes. I
0: know, you love that stuff. Kayak.
1: Okay, according to NASA, Bob, there are three foods that astronauts miss the most during space missions. Can you name them?
0: Are they things like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I mean, are they-
1: It's like that, but it's not. Yeah, number one is- Pizza. That's number two.
0: Oh, okay. And number one is? Uh, ice cream.
1: Oh, and they three? can't
0: have ice cream in outer space? No, I think
1: it's something to do with melting and floating oh, up to yeah. The top. yeah it has and, to be
0: something that yeah, holds together. Yeah, You're soda right. pop
1: is the third. So p- ice cream, pizza, and soda pop, they miss that the most. Oh,
0: I bet soda pop would be difficult because probably all those... Oxygen bubbles could go floating yeah. around the space and capsule or something. And they don't give something? them
1: many things that will cause, uh, shall we say, gas.
0: Oh, yeah, we don't that want can, that. Yeah, you know. Got problems <laughs> okay. in space with that. Okay, I've got some more words that have been added to the dictionary, a Merriam-Webster Dictionary in 2021. Air fryer is a new one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very the, popular. Uh, an airtight, usually small electrical appliance for quick cooking of foods by means of convection currents circulated rapidly by a fan. Uh, here's one, a slang term right. A-M-I-R-I-T-E. You know what that means? No. Am I right? No. It means, am I right? <laughs> That's what it means.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, no, you're wrong, and so I guess I heard that. Yeah, okay. it's,
0: it's, it's used to uh, represent or imitate the use of uh, a, a question in informal speech, a tag question, they call it, at the end of it. All right. The term breakthrough, in the medical sense, was a new word uh, that they've added this year. Infection occurring in someone who's fully vaccinated against an infectious agent. That is a new definition for breakthrough. They always had breakthroughs in technology and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. But they added a Different that.
1: definition. Okay, yeah. gotcha.
0: And then uh, I'll just add uh, two more. Doorbell camera. That's now considered a new word. Okay. Those uh, small cameras designed for use on uh, you know, security doors with a yeah. built-in microphone and a picture. And then flutter nutter.
1: <laughs> Wait, let me guess what that is. A flutter nutter? I don't know.
0: What is it? Flutter nutter. Is the word for uh, peanut butter and marshmallow fluff sandwich? It actually dates back to 1961, but for some reason that became very popular in the past year, and now it's been added to the dictionary. Must
1: be a COVID crazy thing. Probably. Let's, get, let's, let's put this together. That's yeah, a
0: flutter nutter. Okay. It <laughs> sounds almost obscene. A flutter Okay.
1: Okay. What percent, Bob? Percent of the known animal species on Earth have six legs?
0: Six legs. Yeah. Now, are these uh, land animals?
1: Yeah, I suppose it's just oh, oh, okay. animal species. Okay. How many? One ha- right, right. percent have. Okay, s- just a moment. Let me <laughs> give me a moment to think about this. Think these about things. it.
0: You're always sitting there going. Uh, oh, is that
1: what well, I, I do? Let me see. Uh, it's not
0: this. <laughs> You're it's drooling, not Bob. It's not- well, I'm imitating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Okay, let's say six percent of the.
1: Yeah, six percent.
0: Uh, uh, of the animals in the world have six well, legs.
1: Well, this will surprise you. Okay. A little shock and awe here.
0: 80%. Really? Yeah. 80% uh, of yeah. the animals in the world have six legs. Yeah,
1: species Well, we're Earth. just at a disadvantage yeah, we here. We are. There are a the whole bunch uh, out there. That, that amazed me. Okay. And Bob, is the population, us two-legged people, is the Earth population still growing?
0: Of human beings? Yeah. Well, yes. How much? Well... Gee, I don't know what the percentage is. No,
1: not percentage. How many millions uh, do we grow by every year? Oh, you think?
0: oh, that's a good question. Okay, yeah, because it's probably. Uh, okay, I would say it's a uh, twenty million people a year more.
1: Twenty million. Yeah, no, it's actually fifty.
0: Fifty million more yeah, people every year.
1: By twenty one hundred, there will be around eleven point five billion people on the planet. Currently, there are seven point nine billion people right now. On and, the planet now. Yeah. God, and, you
0: remember when we were kids? It was like two billion people. No, I don't. But... Oh, yeah, I remember counting them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were bored, weren't you? I oh, to...
1: little Bobby Smith in the you front row. You know, when you row. live in a
0: small town, there's Put not much to down, do. Yeah, Put your hand down, Bob. Put your hand
1: down. I got okay. the answer. Yeah. So 50 million a year was still growing. I thought populations weren't procreating as much, and it might have gone way down, but obviously not.
0: You're wrong. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Education. All right. You've heard of the Ivy League.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Which of these cities does not have an Ivy League school? Okay. Ivy League schools are uh, usually East Coast. Okay.
1: Don't they have Ivy on the side Well,
0: originally they were schools that were grouped together for a 1950s athletic conference. That's where the term came from. Oh, is it? Yeah. And today the Ivy League consists of eight prestigious private universities. I can give you that list later. But (laughs) tell me these cities. Which city does not have an Ivy League school? I think it's kind of surprising. Boston, Princeton, New York City, or Providence, Rhode Island?
1: Well, New York City.
0: No, no, New York Providence? City has it. No, Boston.
1: What you think of Boston oh, as Ivy League? by them.
0: Yes. See, Boston has a lot of colleges, Boston. but it, like uh, Harvard is in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. It's not in Boston. Yeah. It's nearby. Yeah. But Boston is the only one of those cities that doesn't have an Ivy League school within mm-hmm. its city limits. The schools are Harvard. Princeton in Princeton, New Jersey, Columbia, which is in New York City, Yale, which is in New Haven, Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, Dartmouth in Hanover, New Hampshire, Brown in Providence, Rhode Island, and Cornell in Ithaca, New York. Okay. Those are the eight uh, prestigious private universities that were grouped together for a 1950s athletic conference that they called Ivy League.
1: Yeah. So who cares about that?
0: It's trivia, Marsh. Oh. <laughs> As we know, people steal trivia. Yeah. It's worth something.
1: <laughs> How many trees, Bob, are needed to supply China with chopsticks each year?
0: Oh, geez, I, This is a lumber question.
1: It is. How oh, many trees? Numbers okay. of trees.
0: Required for chopsticks in China.
1: Yeah. They use 57 billion pairs of chopsticks a year Jeez, over there. Jeez, yeah.
0: 57 billion?
1: Yeah. They take up almost 4 million trees to produce those chopsticks. 4 million trees. Holy cow. Yep. That's according to various sources, including Environmental Law Professor Blog. Uh, Most of the estimates are even more than that.
0: Okay. More words Merriam-Webster added to the dictionary 2021. Vaccine passport. That's a new one. We all know what that is. Yes. Super spreader was a new term they added to the dictionary. And then this one. This is an abbreviation. TBH. It's like a texting. TBH. What does that stand for?
1: TBH. To be... Harangued.
0: To be honest. Oh. To be honest, which oh. you should never have to say. Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> means you're lying. You've been lying yeah. all the time. All
1: right. All right. I'm about to get to my end quote here.
0: Okay. Oh, let me ask you one more question okay. about states because I got kind of a fun one here. All right. This is like something you might hear on Jeopardy!, but I'm, not, I'm just going to tell you the states. But this is a curious one. Which two states have capitals with rhyming names? I'm going to give you the states. The names of the capitals rhyme with each other. The capitals of North Dakota and Nebraska, Rhode Island and Tennessee, Massachusetts and Texas, or South Carolina and Michigan? You have 10 seconds. (laughs) That's not easy, is it? Wow. It's Texas and Massachusetts. It's Austin and Boston.
1: Oh, that's okay. You know where I went? I went to Dallas, and that didn't uh, work. All right. I'm going to close with my beloved Winston Churchill. Okay. Okay. He said, all the great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope.
0: That's great, that that touched you. Thank you very much, Marcia. <laughs> and we hope we've touched you with our show today. <laughs> hope you're enjoying yourself as we get all ready for the holiday season here. We hope you join us next time when we return with more trivia. In the meantime, I'm Bob Smith. I'm Marcia Smith. And this has been The Off-Ramp. Ramp. The Off-Ramp is produced in association with CPL Radio Online and the Cedarbrook Public Library, Cedarbrook, Wisconsin.